David Cleveley, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're here looking at the new postgraduate diploma in entrepreneurship at Cambridge Judge Business School. Can you run us through your career a little to tell us how you became a success at business? Uh, Well, I started a consultancy company called Analysis back in 1985. Um, That enabled me to um, have a little bit of spare time and resource, I suppose, to think about other things, which I did towards the end of the 1990s. I had the good fortune to bump into uh, a chap called Jonathan Milner, with whom I founded Abcam, which has gone on to float. Um, I also, as a result of bumping into various people, um, helped form the Cambridge Network with Herman Hauser. Um, I started a company called Three Way Networks, which sold femtocells. I sold Analysis uh, itself in 2004, and that freed up real time to do what I'm I'm doing now, which is basically nurturing companies and hoping that there'll be successes. You are indeed an expert in that telecommunications industry uh, and at a national government level too. You've appeared before Parliament Select Committees. You're now the founding director of the Centre for Science and Policy. But did you ever envisage when you set up analysis that you would become, if you like, a national authority on your industry? When you started out, were you just round a table with a few friends and mates? Oh, when I started analysis, um, no, I wasn't round a table with a few friends and mates. I was working for the Economist Intelligence Unit down in London. I was running a big chunk of the business and, and telecommunications consulting. But my passion, my focus was doing consulting in telecommunications. And I spent many, many years just understanding how it was that you could grow a company and make it scale. And I focused, um, like an apprentice, I suppose, on telecommunications consulting. And that's what I wanted to be good at. And that growing in scale of the small businesses, very topical today. But the entrance on the new postgraduate diploma in entrepreneurship at the Cambridge Judge Business School are going to bring along their ideas for their businesses as part of this blended collaborative learning approach. You mentioned the word, David Cleveley, passionate about your industry and growing these telecoms businesses. Do you think they'll need passion to succeed? Oh, with, without passion, you cannot succeed. There, there's always um, a hurdle to get over when you're looking at uh, somebody who's coming and pitching a business to you. And that, that, that is, are they really passionate? Are they really determined? The reason why I backed Jonathan Milner on Abcam was I thought he could walk through walls He's always quoted that back at me as um, something which he's, I think, very proud of, and justifiably so. This is a man who was so passionate about what he wanted to do that he would always find some way of getting through. And and that has to be the driving force. So if you were to to judge those applicants for this new postgraduate diploma in entrepreneurship on their business idea, are you actually judging them on the idea they bring forward or them as personalities? It sounds as if you say it's them as personalities. Yes, I I think it is them as personalities. Uh, One of the things that you, uh, you look for is somebody pitches an idea to you then you come back with some criticism or suggestions. What you're really looking for then is they come back with something that's better than the thing that either of you started with. And, and, and that's not the original business idea. I mean, that may be a starting point. No, it's, it's is that person got enough? Have they got enough drive? Are they passionate? 
And, and do they think like an entrepreneur? Okay, so how does an entrepreneur think? They're risk takers, they're reckless people who mortgage their houses, sell their family homes, sell their cars to set up their businesses. Is that correct? Uh, no, it's not correct. It, it's a popular misconception. In fact, there's, there's quite a large body of research now, proper psychological profiling of entrepreneurs, which shows that on average, an entrepreneur is just slightly more risk averse than the average member of the population. So entrepreneurs do not take risks. That's a very, very important thing to remember. Are they cautious people? When you hear CEOs and global leaders speaking at the Cambridge Judge Business School in their leadership series, they talk about the need for another in business, a partner who perhaps has the opposite personality traits to your own. Do you think that's necessary, the risk-taker's juxtaposition, the cautious entrepreneur? Uh, well, yeah, this is a very interesting point, and it's very unusual for any one person by themselves ever to uh, manage to do everything. But let's pick up this point about entrepreneurs being risk-takers or not. They're not risk-takers, but actually they have a very serious personality defect, and being an entrepreneur, I can confess to it. It is that they have a completely overwhelming sense that they can influence events. So it's as if they were presented with a dice and they always believed it was going to throw a six simply because of the power of their will. Everybody else can see that that six is only going to come up one in six times. The entrepreneur thinks it's going to come up pretty well every time they throw the dice. Now, then you've got to think about the complementary personalities to that. Well, you can't oppose an entrepreneur because that, that would actually be cutting off the very force, the very reason, the resource that makes them good at what they're doing. But you have to be able to make sure that you can sweep up and, and make sure that they get a reflection of what they're doing so that they can understand better what is, what is actually going on. Entrepreneurs have a very, very partial view of the world. But they have a partial view in which they're passionate and they believe in their business proposal, their product. Again, coming back to the new postgraduate diploma in entrepreneurship at the Cambridge Judge Business School, do you think that in terms of presenting your ideas to teams of entrepreneurs like yourself, that you'll, if you'll like, be able to temper in a dragon's den type way their ambitions for their businesses? Will they need that tempering, that have you done this, have you thought of that? Is that the type of advice you're going to give them? Well, I, I think asking them, have they done this, have they thought of that, is exactly the kind of thing you want to do. But then that's, that's the first base. Really, then the conversation moves on into territory that neither you nor the entrepreneur necessarily expected it to. There are obviously some checklists, some tick thing boxes that you need to fill in um, and just need to make sure they've understood. But, but an entrepreneur is, is a very special, very special kind of personality. At its extreme end, it doesn't listen to anything else that anybody has to say. And that, that's a problem. So you, you don't necessarily want to work with people like that. They've got to be in this happy middle ground where they are passionate, they're absolutely driven, but they're willing to engage in that dialogue. And at the same time, anybody mentoring somebody like that, anybody teaching somebody like that, has to understand that that dialogue may go in directions that nobody really expected it to. So how important is the collaborative learning approach? They're going to be in seminar situations. They're going to be coming and going to work and then, then back to Cambridge University for more teaching. Uh, they're going to present their ideas, work on their ideas. There's going to be 
e-learning and indeed entrepreneurs like yourself, uh, Herman Hauser, Lord Billamore, coming to talk about how you set up businesses. Is that blended learning approach going to inevitably lead to some rethinks of those business proposals and because they rethink ultimate success? Yes, I think it must absolutely lead to rethinking. You've got to have dynamic in all of this. There's got to be light and shade. Ploughing one particular furrow for too long just doesn't work. You've got to have the mentors. You've got to have the the rote learning of stuff. I mean, I, you know, I, I went on courses to do project management. I went on courses about accounting and stuff. You can't get away from that. But at the same time, you've got to be exposed to some of the the unexpected. It'll be serendipity what you come across. I mean, the, and and the things that shape your views will be the odd book, the odd conversation. The completely unexpected thing that turns up in a seminar. Those are the things that are really important. And do you think you're likely to see mirrors of yourselves? You talked about setting up the Cambridge Network with Herman Hauser. It's a very special environment to come into the Cambridge Network for a budding entrepreneur, isn't it? Uh, well, fortunately, the Cambridge Network uh, is very welcoming. That's the type of thing Shaivai Khanum uh, is putting on. Or you can tap into Cambridge Angels or uh, iTeams or some of the other things that are being run. So there, there are lots of opportunities for doing things here in Cambridge. It's a very, very rich environment. And if you were to give some advice to those who want to enrol on the postgraduate diploma in entrepreneurship, would you say to there are three tips that you give entrepreneurs to take away to make them successful or do you have to form your own luck go through that dark valley the silicon valley entrepreneurs talk of you know are there no rules for entrepreneurs oh there are rules for entrepreneurs um firstly you have to believe in yourself and if you don't have that inner conviction you're not going to get anywhere secondly you have to listen to other people but do something that's better than either of you suggested in the first place. And the third one is really understand the nuts and bolts of what's going on. It's no good pretending that the counts are something to be waved at. It's no good um, believing that process isn't important. Process, accounts, some of that nitty-gritty for scaling a business are absolutely essential. You'll need to know some of the details about how to manage personnel. You'll need to know some of the details about salaries. All of that stuff actually has to be in your head. You have to be able to look at the entire system you're creating and understand how it works. As well as pursuing your passion and your idea to the full. Yes, your passion and your idea is the thing that drives it and makes it worthwhile understanding all the boring bits. David Cleveley, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today on the new postgraduate diploma in entrepreneurship. I've learned a lot. Thank you very much indeed, Bonnie.